internet. All right, let's do this. Leroy Jenkins. And this is the only podcast about movies. Never thought I would do that. Uh, my name is Matthew Kroll, and with me as if it was five years ago is Shahir's replacement for the day, Stephen Buja from Same Night Movie Review. Hello, everybody. Hello. Uh, I'm sorry I just blew out your ears, but this is a very special day. I'm very excited. Uh, Steve and I have had a long history with the film. Well, not the film. The world. uh, The world of Of Warcraft. Warcraft. That's right. We are the only podcast about Warcraft, uh, the film, this week. And uh, we decided I wanted to get Steve on here because... We have a shared history uh, with it, but I didn't want to also just sort of hang out on here and nerd the fuck out for an hour. We needed real people, Steve. We needed actual people that are not a fan of this franchise who saw the movie. So would you say we went looking for group and we found a we found some quality puggers. We went LFG pretty hard. And uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, for the first time on the only podcast about movies is Nicholas Parker and Kristen Fight. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. So you guys have no history with the world of Warcraft. No. <laughs> that is correct. All. Not not even the, the original games, Warcraft 1, 2, no, 3. I, I no. just know that it originated from a PC. That is right. There was a PC game yeah. called Warcraft. I've heard of it before. Then Warcraft 2 Tides of Darkness. Warcraft. Then Warcraft 3. No, Warcraft 2 Beyond the Beyond the Dark Portal. But that was an expansion. That was DLC before oh, it had a what? name. Before yes. it got money grubbing. <laughs> for corporations. Got- all right, that's not what this is about. Um, it just got really heated. We'll get into our th- all of our thoughts about this particular film in a moment. But if I don't do housekeeping up top, Shahir will scold me ruthlessly when he returns from wherever non-video game movie heaven he's found. Um, You can email us at onlymoviepodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. In fact, last week, I don't know if you guys caught this, uh, we released a uh, fan request for Children of Men. We'll be doing more of that if you guys listen in and you say, hey, there's an older film that you'd like me and Shahir to argue about for an hour. Uh, We will happily do that given the time and do a little bonus episode midweek. You can also follow us on Twitter at onlymoviepod. And uh, yeah, all those good things. Shahir tends to do all that stuff. I do the Facebook page mostly. Um, mm-hmm. And I just like to instigate and basically piss him off on there. So uh, please <laughs> uh, get in touch with us if I've you like what you that. hear. Oh, also drop us a review uh, on the iTunes store. And uh, that can kind of get us towards uh, some more ears. Anyway, housekeeping complete. Job's done. Um, or, or job's done. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we talked about, uh, Kristen and Nick, your history with Warcraft or lack thereof. Yes. Let, uh, Steve, why don't you tell them and the audience at home what you and I's history with Warcraft is? Okay, so, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, listening, Matt and I were roommates when we first moved to New York City. It's true. And that was, God, that was 11 years ago. It was in 2005, and the year before, a little game called World of Warcraft was released on PC and Mac, Yes, and it was blowing up, and we were poor, we were working for literally no money, so we did- Interning before they had to pay you. (laughs) Yeah, those were the days. So our, our, one of our major sources of- entertainment was going home every night and playing World of Warcraft. We did that for a very long time. We were part of several guilds. That's right. Lock up your daughters because we were out in them streets of Azeroth, not New York City, when we first moved there. (laughs) Yeah. You uh, you can't see it right now, but there is a summoning stone here on the table. Oh, no, Steve, that's a hearthstone. It's the... But it's the okay. same symbol. It's, it's a Blizzard property. For those of you, the uninitiated, Blizzard is the company that makes Warcraft yeah. and a bunch of other great games. Starcraft, uh, Heroes of the Storm, Hearthstone, my own digital crack, and Overwatch, which has been blowing my mind for the past couple weeks. Right. But, uh, and ladies, ladies, also, Matthew Kroll does own a 
real-life replica of one of the main weapons in the game. It is the Sword Frostmourne. It weighs like 16 pounds. It's badass. It's in a sheet of uh, a shard of plastic ice. Stand that, well, the, the ice, uh, Ricky Wu, a good old friend from Jersey, convinced Ricky. me to buy. Uh, but how did I come across getting Frostmourne, Steve? You're acting like I did this. Oh, okay. Well, I, di- I didn't want I didn't want to like pat myself on the shoulder, but that was a that was a that was a present. It was me, the you. best birthday <laughs> gift ever. Uh, also, five minutes out of the box, drew blood. Yep, which is very appropriate. It's, uh, a, it's, a, it's, it's a, a very evil sword. Very evil sword. Um, wielded but, by a very evil person. Right. Uh, so anyway, it's safe to say that our history runs deep with this franchise. Even right. before, I mean, I started in college. Yeah, I played Warcraft 2. I loved Warcraft 3 and the first oh, yeah. expansion. It's, uh, and then, it's it's a very well-built-out and well-mythologized world The lore draws me, in, draw, draws me back in. The lore is strong uh, with this one, and I even remember, I, I got into it because I went through a very bad breakup in, in college <laughs> when it first came out, and my buddy Brett's like, oh, you should probably just jump on this thing, and I was like, oh, you can be a Dwarf, you have a fucking polar bear. You can have a okay. Done. I'm there. Yeah. Uh, and Matt, just for the record, uh, what were you? What, what were? What was your main? And what were you rolling? And oh, we're really going? Yeah. Let's 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 just tell the world. Uh, just- I had a main. My main was a warlock named Dimitri, and my main alt, I would say, or my second, would be Rapture, who was a night elf priest. Oh, Dimitri okay. was a human. Yours? Uh, my main uh, main character on Warcraft was uh, a dwarf war dwarf protection warrior named Durangenar. And I, when last I, when one of the few times I did look, I had logged over a hundred days played on him. I'm guessing I, in total on the game with all of the alts, it was somewhere close to six months of my life was devoted to this game. Yeah. So guys, you need to understand this. You can type slash played into this game and it will tell you how many hours, days, minutes, seconds, whatever that you've been logged in. And it's terrifying yeah i think i only got to seven 79 days or something of my like that's not just like oh you logged in once that day that's the accrued hours that one place so So. over the course of seven years i accrued 79 days and that's in world of warcraft standards that's fucking light like i i whenever people like oh you played wow i'm always like yeah i'm three years clean like it's (laughs) it's addictive and i don't I, i I don't wish it on any. <laughs> right. Uh, the the day I uninstalled it from my hard drive, a I got fifty gigs of space back. But it was nice. also one of the happiest days because like, I was like, okay, I can just I can just do this. And then Hearthstone came out, and you know, <laughs> well, yeah, thanks Blizzard, thanks, thanks Blizzard, and thanks Blizzard. Um, anyway, we're not talking about any of that. That's just sort of how we got right. to right now. The the Warcraft movie is out. And the reason I was psyched to talk about this, other than the fact I'm a huge Blizzard fan and nerd, is the numbers behind this flick are really weird and something we haven't really seen so far. So it, uh, upon recording this, it's been out for like five days or something. Yes. And um, in the U.S., it's only made like $24 million for a budget that was, what was it, like, look at it, $160 million budget. And that's not even counting advertising. Right. Right. But the the weird silver lining of this thing is as of now, it has a two hundred and sixty one million global gross, most of which coming uh, as of uh, yeah, as of Monday, one hundred and fifty eight million from China alone. Now, Warcraft, Warcraft is a global brand like and if you did a lot of jokes back in the day of World of Warcraft was like there were these things called gold farmers. A lot of them were in China and what basically there'd be sweatshops in China of people at computers basically farming the in-game currency to then sell for real money. Yes, it's a real thing. China is huge with Warcraft. That's what I'm trying to get at. Right. So it's not, it doesn't shock me, but what do you make of these sort of numbers as just a moviegoer in general? Like how does that, how does that feel? It's kind of surprising. Cause I feel like, especially for, you know, timing being like a big, I think it's a big summer blockbuster kind of, I feel like that's really low. Um, there's also like a good amount of hype around this movie. And I feel like a lot of people that I know play World of Warcraft, I feel like that would draw a lot of people in. I even went and I don't, you know, play the game, so I'm surprised by it for sure. But I also didn't realize that it was that big in China or globally, I guess. But yeah. I don't know. It's definitely shocking to me for sure. 
burger for the for the sales here. I I, I think it's um it's fitting. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's we're so used to all these, you know, these uh these comic movies right now. And everyone's all these like big action uh live action sure. as opposed mm-hmm. to I mean the this movie looked great by the way. Um but a lot of it was CGI but with mix, I don't know what you would call that. It's still it's a heavy it's a heavily CG movie. Yeah. In fact, mm-hmm. uh any of the time that the there are no humans on looks screen, good. I believe looks uh, better. Well, it's because it's all in a computer, whereas Elwyn Forest, the forest like where that chase scene happened, which, again, we'll get into um, the that was an actual soundstage. They built a forest. So then you put CG orcs into that and, you know, yada, yada, yada. Um, I find it interesting because I don't know the rules of what can be released in China, but I know they're stricter than here, so there's obviously less choice. Right. They have mm-hmm. been they have been loosening those restrictions, and also recently China has been teaming up with a lot of studios. For instance, Kung Fu Panda Three was a heavily, you know, it was a it was a it was a China China and Hollywood co-production, and so it did huge there. Which also, by the way, there are pandas in in World of Warcraft later on, and so when. If in and the games, when, they're called Pandarians. Uh, and so if and when they uh, they are released in subsequent sequels, which it seems like there will be, uh, when the pandas show up, it's going to go crazy. Who, but, who released this? What company? Uh, is it Lionsgate? Uh, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's Lionsgate and uh, Blizzard. Fi- Blizzard finally got a credit. There might have been something else uh, in there. Summit. There, yeah. Uh, was, that's, but, it's part of Lionsgate. Okay, because right, Lionsgate right. is actually owned by a Chinese subsidiary or, or whatever I that is so. called. Uh, Puppeteer, <laughs> let's call it. And that they pushed this movie hard there for like the last six months. So yeah. this was like made to be an event. Right. And also, but also it's a question of, I don't know if they got Civil War or some of the other major block. This could be the big blockbuster for them. Right. And also, I feel like it is important to note the size of the pool that China is in, compared to the U.S. If 10% of the United States population goes and sees a movie, that's 33 million people or so. If 10% of the China, of, of China goes and sees a movie, that's 100 million people. Yeah. That is by definition. It will, uh, it will always make more money over in China. And I think Hollywood knows that, and I think some people are apprehensive about that, but China is certainly going to love that. Well, yeah, it's like, it's it's that thing, you got to go back to like, why is America the greatest country in the world? Well, it's not in many regards, and that means, like, especially like, if you're trying to make money with a movie, you better market it to China. Like, th- why would, there's a, you just, the math you just did alone makes perfect sense. And the thing, the, the other weird sort of number thing I'll get into before we actually, you know, start talking about the movie and not the video game or the money that it made uh, is so Rotten Tomatoes gave it or not gave it, but it accrued like around a 20 percent uh, uh, fresh rating, which is awful uh, uh, from the review side of it. But from the user's side of it, it was 83 percent the last time I checked, which that differential always I, I'm always sort of like intrigued when that happens because I, I i i would never call like no matter what i think about this film i would never call it like a crit uh, like a critical masterpiece it, it, it's it, it but like a lot of fans seem to be enjoying it or at least the vocal ones on the internet yeah. um so yeah i mean that's sort of breaking down the numbers of this damn thing it's a it's a behemoth uh and yeah, I mean, without without getting into spoilers, let's just go around the room and uh, say what we generally thought of the film. Who wants to start? You're Ladies all, first. All, you're all pointing at me. Uh, okay, I'll start. Um, I actually, I was kind of pleasantly surprised by this movie because I kind of thought that going into it, I, like automatically, I was just like, I'm going to be so lost. Like, I I don't know anything about this game. I don't know anything about the world. Like, how are they going to set it up for people right. like us who, you know, are going into this basically like blind? And it was really, for me, it was pretty easy to follow. It, the story I felt like was set up from the beginning. Like, you could kind of tell what was going on. You could tell that there was this, there were, um, what's Azeroth is the name of yes. it? Yes. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but it kind of seems like, you know, they are 
easily attacked if if that's right. I feel like, you know, it's fair. That's fair to say, you know, that's what happens Uh, when you're used to peace for like however many fucking years it was. And then these, you know, orcs come in and then whatever. But um, yeah, so that was all very easy. Uh, Like Nick said, I thought it looked great. Um, I thought that it was entertaining. I, I was never really bored, which was uh, also surprising for me. So you went in, you went in with a very low bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely went in with a low bar, and I, I think that you know it, it was great. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I think that I would you know recommend it to people. Um, yeah, and I would say that like for for the people who don't necessarily like you know play this game or are maybe interested in this kind of movie i'd say give it a chance because it's you could be pleasantly surprised like i was so okay all yeah. right good o- overall yeah. <laughs> those good. are my thoughts all right nicholas uh all the feed off of that i i agree with her i enjoyed the movie for what it was worth um the story was there and the story will continue uh clearly uh i'm not a big uh rotten tomato guy right i hate poisoning the well so i went into that I, I I never read reviews. Okay. Um, I watch trailers. Sure. Um, but you know that doesn't justify anything. Um, but as as for um this movie, went in not knowing anything about it, the the story that was created from the game, right, and all of that. So it was kind of like a a crazy Pocahontas. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what analogy will he use? You can see like the whales. I didn't. I put did, that on the poster. Yeah, put it, it's a pull quote. <laughs> kind of like a crazy Pocahontas. Warcraft. <laughs> uh, I like it. I like it a lot. Steven, buddy. <laughs> okay. Bubbola. <laughs> All right. So I have, you know, the, the, the long history. And I have to say I was, my, the, my expectations for this movie were readjusted. They were set low. And it still failed to clear them. Ooh. I really just did not like this movie. I, it's I and 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 we'll get into sure it, specifics. We, we will get into, we'll get into the specifics, but I found it just almost amateurish in its wow ex- in its execution. And You're calling David Bowie's kid an amateur director, Duncan? Yeah, director, director, <laughs> Duncan Jones. It certainly makes me it like. I okay. He directed Moon and Source Code, two fabulous sci-fi movies. You love them movies. I love those movies, and I so I was very excited. I'm like David Bowie's kids directed Warcraft. Oh my god! I'm gonna go in my room and I'll be back in 50 minutes. But <laughs> the, the, because you have to log in. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Right, I gotta be like, guys, David Bowie's directing the movie that we're playing. Oh my god! <laughs> you went to Baron's chat straight up, <laughs> just abs- us all the time. But. This makes me question. It makes me either question his ability as a uh, as a big budget filmmaker, right. or what in God's name the producers were telling him needed to go into this to try and make this marketable, and for what mar- for what region he was marketing it to. China, so, uh, yeah, China, <laughs> and it's uh, it. And again, specifics will happen later, but I really. Just was not a fan of this movie, and we saw it in IMAX in 3D. So yeah, gonna, we did. We went. We went. We went big. big. We, we went, went huge on this. And still, I was not. In, yeah, I was not impressed. Just thoroughly not impressed. All right. Um, I feel like uh, I had sort of the kind of. I mean, if there's a way to have an opposite of all, all of y'all. Uh, look, I I will never fall to person for not enjoying their time at this movie. I personally, again, I think we all went in with bars pretty low. Yeah. I, uh, I was pleasantly surprised to the point where I feel like this movie feels so much like Warcraft and World of Warcraft that not it's it's a good thing, but until it's sort of a bad thing. Like it's so true to the source material and the way the source material feels, it doesn't all work perfectly in the format of a feature film. Uh, But if you're asking me, if I'm asking me what my, uh, what my gut reaction from leaving the theater was, I really enjoyed it. And while I can, and I'll point out a bunch of its flaws sort of later, like overall, it brought me back to a world that I really loved. And 
uh, I would have liked to spend more time there, and I will hopefully, especially with the numbers not in the U.S., but I'm sure there's going to be a sequel. Um, and that's when the story gets really good. Like, this was this whole movie, and this is a, we could even start with this sort of thing, is like, this movie, a lot of complaints about it were that it it is a glorified sort of uh, prologue in a weird way because right. it like even where it ends we'll get to the ending later but where it ends it ends sort of at a weird spot that feels almost like a th- the first like what should be the third of a film like they stretch it out a bit and uh in that sort of stretching it out they still cram so much into this thing that it can be hard to follow and it and it can sort of feel a little bit daunting if you're trying to look at it from a critical place I I looked at this like a roller coaster in a weird way. I got on this ride and I fucking had a blast. And yeah, I thought I saw neat things like pop up here and there and like, oh shit, there's a murloc or there's a summoning stone or you guys are looking at me like I'm blank faced, uh, Kristen and Nick, because you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But uh, I enjoyed the entire time. And when the ride came to a stop, I was like, yeah, I'd fucking, I'd go on that again. So that's my sort of initial thing. Yeah. Uh, and with that, I will say now is spoiler town. We're about what? 20 minutes into this beast. So now we can talk whatever we want to talk about. Woo. Um, so let's just, let's just sort of go into sort of what happens I think, and Steve, you actually told me, maybe you should break this down. Cause this, I remember it was part of the only movie that you like the part of the only part that you liked. Uh, let's break down the beginning. Okay. Uh, the, the begin the beginning, Eight to ten minutes of this movie, I actually really enjoyed, and it was I was so on good. And, and I was on board. I was like, "Oh, this is awesome!" It's uh, the flash forward, which began, which uh, w- which you know, which opens the film. It's about it's a it's a weary looking human who picks up a shield and he has to go and he's battling an orc one on one. It's it's orcs uh, off screen. It's shot very shaky it, cam. It, it, it's shaky cam. It feels raw and lived in. The guy's armor looks just beat up and he's tired. It reminded me of the opening cinematic to Warcraft three, which was very similar. And I half expected the sky to start falling down as a, uh, it, it was, it was, it was a big plot. The demons start invading at, at that point. And I was like, Oh man, that'd be if, like, we, we, we tease that. And then we cut to the beginning. Like that's awesome. doesn't happen. But then we go to, uh, drain the world of Draenor. That's where the orcs live. Different realm, different realm that, uh, we follow and we follow, uh, we meet Durotan played by Clancy Brown. Who's, uh, who's actually, who I, who I will admit is a standout in here. And they are currently on their, they are sort of, a giant tribe of orcs has yeah, come together. All the different it, clans. A, 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 a horde of orcs underneath the leader of the uh, the fell master Gul'dan. Evil warlock. The, an evil an evil warlock. He's leading them through the a play, uh, something called the dark portal to another world that they can conquer because this one has died. That's for, right for for reasons. And this whole sequence is great. And when the orcs pile through the dark portal, they end up in this weird. Uh, like nether region and they're, that was they're so spinning and I was like cool. this is so cool and they land in Azeroth and it's green and it's, pool. it's and the, and you know the savior baby is born and then we'll get into that later and later movies and I was like yes and then the humans show up and I am just taken out of this all right well let's let's so that and right so, to the, right even before the humans show up the, the title slams on and there's something right. I wanted to talk a little bit about too and to sort of a twofold okay. thing uh, the CG, let's just talk about that in general. The orc CG is the, pro- I don't know what the fucking process is, but it's fucking great. Yeah. Like they, it was great to, to me. It was great sometimes, but other times it looked really amateurish. And I think, and I, and if, if I may, I think I know where you're going. It looks bad next to the people. Next I would even go, humans. I would even go a step to the side, not necessarily further. I think alone, they look phenomenal there yeah um next to the humans they look passable but the problem i had and you could kind of see this and this is just from a time and money standpoint when it was duratan or doomhammer or or guldan next to like three or four nameless bullshit orcs like you could see there was not as much love put into the bullshit orcs right and that was the breaking moment for me if it was just uh like uh, the, the scene I want to talk about and how the CG is so powerful is um, Duratan is talking with his pregnant wife uh, or what's right. her name? I, uh, I, I don't remember her name. Uh, the parents of the baby who Gul'dan once they come through the black, the, the dark portal uh, resurrects, who is Thrall, who comes later on in the story. Um, 
they have this weird tender moment like while they're like hanging out in bed that like anyone in a relationship can kind of relate to in a weird way and like you're instantly taking these monsters these beasts as they look and you're you're showing that they are not just mindless savages they are they are a, a race of people that like actually are just trying to live their fucking lives and i think that was very important setting the tone especially for someone either a like you guys not used to the world or be the people that shout for the Alliance 9,000 times because anyone who hasn't played Horde doesn't really know. <laughs> in the game, the, there's two there's two factions. There's the Alliance, like in this movie, and the Horde, but it's a bunch of different races. They're not just orcs in the Horde. There's like trolls and the undead, and you'll get into that in future sequels. But um, but there's a whole big thing during the player base is if you played Alliance, you yell for the Alliance, and if you play Horde, you yell for the Horde, and never and, the twain shall meet. Yeah, and nobody liked each other, but... Uh, you could fight one another, and it was those were some of the best times. Yeah, and actually in the game, which was great too, just as sort of another thing. I like the way they treated language in this because uh, Garona, which we'll get I into did, in a second, I did appreciate that. Uh, she's the only one that knew sort of both languages in the game. Actually, when you run into a horde player, you you could try to talk to them, but it translated it into jargon, like blah blah blah, and kek, and kek, yeah, like lol, like laugh out loud, changed to kek k e k, and so everyone knew what kek meant. But like, no, it was like weird, like learning a language. It was, it was cool. Back when Warcraft was new and we were explaining, it was still not like easy mode click button nonsense. Right. That's a discussion for whatever. Um, so I thought the CG was incredibly service. was like more than serviceable. It just helped this along entirely. And then we're introduced to the humans of Azeroth. Now guests, what do you think? What, what did you think when you first saw like the human city of Stormwind? The first place. Actually, actually, no, no you no, didn't see that first. You see like Iron Ironforge Forge first, the dwarf place where uh, lead guy Lothar, lead human knight, uh, is talking to a dwarf and he gets a gun. Boomstick. Oh, yeah, boomstick. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, what did you got? So you just what you just hit this or this orc stuff and you kind of know and you were just wowed by that thing. And then you're here. Well. The so the dwarf place was it what's it called? Ironforge. Ironforge. Right. So that's actually like that didn't do much for me because it's interior, right? So right. you're so you're leaving the orc world, which is all like this huge portal, everything's kind of dying, yep. and then you're transported into like a what felt like to me sort of a Lord of the Ringsy looking place. Yeah, I mean everything it's bar hard. this borrows from Lord of the Rings, which borrows from everything else, yeah. Warhammer, which borrows from Gygax, which whatever. It's kind right. of hard to just get a sense of like where you are or what this world is like in in that particular scene. And then you obviously find out later, but uh, yeah. So I don't know. That was a little weird, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was it weird, Nick? Yeah. No. Well, the problem and, and Nick, tell me if you had this feeling throughout the movie, not just chronologically, this is something I think Steve had brought up as well. Uh, they do just start throwing you places and the movie has a very like, and now we're here and now we're here and now we're here and now we're here more so than other sort of films like this and moves sort of at a very breakneck pace in that regard. Did you ever feel lost there? Did you ever, was it ever confusing enough where you're like, wait, hold on where the, f okay, dwarf. Okay, cool. Wait, now we're in human city. Now we're in the, the wood. Wait, where's this town Goldshire? What the fuck? Like, did that ever come across or did you just sort of again, go for the ride? Uh, uh that's at times it did. Yeah. Uh, but then it also was kind of carried by the guardian because he would just be like, I'll be right back. Yeah. And, and they're like, could, where the fuck did you just go? Yeah. <laughs> so then, the guardian, uh, Medivh. Yeah. That, that kind of helped in a sense, but then I was still curious. I was like, wait, what's he doing? And then it's like, um, the fur after the first 20 minutes when they get to the, the humans and everything. And then that one guy comes in, uh, that, could be a possible guardian. Oh, Cad Cadgar? Cadgar. Yeah. Cadgar. The, the cream egg? Once he started like going through books, I already knew what was, I knew the guardian was bad. Oh, oh. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like immediately. Right. And I was like, all right. But I was still into it because of the visuals. Sure. Really had yeah. me. Yeah. I mean, Medivh was cool. He was. Medivh, well, Medivh was hit or miss for me, to be honest. Like he. Visually, he, visually, I like. Visually, he was I liked, cool. I like the style. His, uh, his shiny feather robes were, were all the rage. Um, <sighs> but him and Cadgar, the acting of those two bugged the shit out of me. Right. And they were two of the only things that really took me out of the movie for me. Like if you, I liked Lothar fine. I even liked, uh, G G G Garona, Garona, who was the half breed drain. orc, uh, played by what's her name? Human orc, uh, Paula Patton. No, no, drain. orc. They'd never seen humans before. 
It's implied. It's implied. Spoiler alert: that Medivh is Garona's. Oh uh, shit! Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. that they remember how Medivh. This is later on, folks listening at home. Medivh was talking to Garona and like I traveled the world once and did this stuff and I met a woman and blah blah oh, blah. Yeah, that yeah. was kind of. A, I do remember I th- that. I th- at least I think that's what it was because she's. Uh, I, right, and she does look more. For some reason, I read that I don't know. The lore I, is so long, and I, I haven't paid attention since this movie for for a bit. Um, outside of a collectible card game, yeah. um, but yeah, they're acting. Uh, Medivh and uh, and Cadgar, Cadgar in particular, young fucking wizard dude. Oh, ugh, oh Jesus! Uh, ben, ben Foster as Medivh. He had moments of greatness, but there are other times he just looked like he was over this shit oh, yeah so bored but the but then like on the other uh, hand you have uh loramir played by the guy from vikings lothar oh sorry lothar lothar not lord i think you call him loramir that's lord of the rings that's, what am i yeah you're 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 you're, th- you're thinking of like boromir or faramir from lord of the rings. i'm just gonna combine them all <laughs> <laughs> yes but uh Tra- travis Fimmel from yeah he uh from vikings he was he was the best part he was he had that charm that sort of roguish thing he also, he also had some of the best lines that I think were left in there because the editor missed them because he was having fun nobody else seemed to be having a lot of fun but you know he threw in some lines like really you lost the horse like I like those those were nice humanizing I like that I liked when he Cadgar was on the ground and he goes to like to help him up and then he just walks away like just <laughs> yeah. shit like, like he was a dick but like a lovable dick he felt scoundrelly and I yeah, liked it even great. though he was a knight um and uh, uh, obviously, um, what's it called? Duratan was great. Also, can I just say right away again, this might go back to the CG or might go back to the acting, but but Gul'dan, who even in the lore and in the games, I've never been like particularly like scared of. Right. There were parts, and again, I'm I'm an adult and I'm a man and I'm not scared of the movies, but like I was watching like when he just like sort of ripping souls out of shit and I was just like, oh, you're, you're scary. Right. Like I understand why you're scary. That's uh, what you wanted. That's what Dimitri wanted to do. Oh, uh, Dimitri was the best warlock. <laughs> um, so yeah, so they basically it's it's weird to even go through sort of down the plot line of this. Right. So so uh, the humans are alerted to the orcs happening. Right. Uh, Medivh is is summoned because the king of Stormwind, uh, played by uh, Jesse Custer. Yep, Jesse Custer, married, aka married to Tulip. By the way, and this is great. Howard what? Stark. Yep. Uh, yeah. So yeah, check out Preacher. By the way, on AMC, there a lot a lot of the actors sort of shared this uh, pedigree. I don't quite know why, but uh, I'm not fine. I'm not complaining. Um, and then Medivh goes on like a scouting mission. What happens next? Anybody? I, Anybody? Uh, See, this is where I don't remember. Again, I use the roller coaster analogy. I think, I think they. They assemble the they assemble the party of like a couple of them, and then they were someplace, and then suddenly they were at the orc encampment, without. Yeah. And as, as an as a, as a as a side note, I didn't like how they handled the locations. Okay, how so? There was no. It was it was all all right. Now we're in the hall, and now we're here. And now we're here. I lo- I wish I was longing for. I'm, now I'm a, I'm a big Lord of the Rings guy, so I was longing for. Give me some epic fucking eagle shots. I want to see swooping vistas. They did a I bunch want- of that. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. Stormwind, they rolled they over like you. five yeah, times. They, 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 yeah, they, they rolled over the t- the tight parts of Stormwind. I wanted to see the world. I want, like, you could start with a, like, Lord of the Rings starts with a map of the place so you can orient yourself. Like, I knew where everything was, relatively speaking. But at the same time, they flew, They you watched them fly from Stormwind to uh, Goldshire. Right. Yeah, I, well, they, they, they. Tr- they tr- they travel a little bit, and I appreciate they travel on horse, and I appreciate no, no, they that. flew to it the first time. No, they no, there was they, a, well, they might have not have flown. They might have rode horses, but the the camera yeah. flew. But the, the but the camera was so, was so intent on be, on being locked in place and like and like going in for tight shots that it never it it never allowed things to breathe and open up and give me a sense of the world. It was uh, just a lot of people in hallways or in throne rooms talking and it didn't feel it didn't feel majestic it didn't feel epic it felt see i i agree it, it, and feel, disagree it felt wrong because i think it felt right because 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 of the costuming and the set dressing and all that stuff like granted when you're playing this game a lot of times uh you're you're not in tight spaces you're in big sprawling places and, and this world is so big and rich you do want to sort of see it but at the same time you're gonna have to have especially in a movie this lore fucking heavy you're gonna have to have conversations and do i think and and that's fine that's fine do i think they could have been done better sure but i didn't mind being in those tight spaces so much because of how intricate all of the shit in those spaces was i but it's uh, but again i i come back i didn't i actually didn't like the uh, 
the costume design of this. Oh, <laughs> boo, Steve. I know. I'm, be, I'm, be, I'm, being, I'm, being, I'm being a negative Nancy here. It was so fake and shiny and polished and it there's there was no like and i get and i get that it's like this is this is exactly what the game looks like but it didn't translate well to a movie for me in terms of this is this is this is a lived-in world but it feels like it just it's basically just coming off of a of, off of a processor that's because they are using vista and not windows 10 Oh, we're making a Windows 10 joke? Is that what we're, we're just, uh. By the way, uh, if you haven't installed Windows 10, your overlords require it. Oh, I need to get on that. No, you don't. 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 Uh, think different, Steve. <laughs> um, but I will say I've even made up a narrative excuse on why it looks like this, if anyone's interested in hearing it. Ooh, it's because me, me. Yep, this me. world at this point hadn't seen war in ages so all their shit would be pristine it wouldn't be battle hardened their armor wouldn't be beat to shit there's still entropy then there's still no excuse for it to be so ridiculously shiny and look except it looked dope it didn't look dope and there's no sorry super dope it's okay super extremely dope extremely dope I've like, and I like, I don't, I hate to compare it to Lord of the Rings, but Lord of the, like, don't you fucking do I'm, it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Lord, don't you Lord of the Rings came out 15 years ago and the, not like some of the CGI has aged, but there's so much of that, that is of that film that is practical that it will stand, it will stand many, many decades and centuries to come, I think. And I don't think Warcraft has that in them. And I, and I was just wondering, I was wrapping my head around like, why are like, why aren't they doing, why aren't more things practical here? Why is so much of it CGI? And like, why can't, and like, Weta actually did help out with this. I think it was just on the CGI, right? right. Why couldn't they just hire the, the the same people? And like, and that's a personal preference and I get it. And that wasn't what they were going for, but it robbed the film of its, you know, timelessness of its, like, of of actually transporting me to the world of Azeroth, which I've been looking forward to for many, many years. Well, you got you got to work on your on your portal spell because I was transported instantly. I think, to be honest, that this film, because I think it was a very conscious choice to not look anything or feel anything like Lord of the Rings. Now, granted, I can't say whether or not that works for people, but if they made this closer to Lord of the Rings. That would be all people will just try to be fucking Lord of the Rings. And then people would fucking be pissed off at that because it's Warcraft trying to be Lord of the Rings. And I'm not find saying middle ground. We need to find I, something middle. I like this polar opposite because if I want Lord of the Rings, I'll go fucking watch Lord of the Rings. If I want Warcraft, this is the wacky world of Warcraft that I that I enjoy. And again, I, I'm going to have a lot of strong points, dear listeners and people in the room. And this I will again, I will not fault anyone for not enjoying this movie. However, I will argue to the teeth about why I enjoyed it um, as is tradition, as is tradition. What do you guys <laughs> think of the look? The look was great. <laughs> That's the first thing you said, actually, after the movie. He was like, that looked great. <laughs> really? That was yeah. your. <laughs> I, actually, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, but you had mentioned earlier. Um, talking about how certain types of orcs look differently. Right. So for someone that was like, didn't know the game, sure. like myself and Kristen, I feel like it was, it was a little obvious how they had green orcs mm-hmm. and then like beige orcs. Yeah. But then, um, that was the frost wolves, right? The frost the, wolves yeah, are beige. Wolves. Yeah. The, the uh, certain clan. Is and that then, like uh, Northern and Southern? Aren't there? They, 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 they vague they touched on it. They said, Oh, because we invaded you from the north or something like yeah. that. Talking about the orcs. And I was like, yeah. All right, and then that that's it. It's yeah. it's uh all the orcs were original they were all originally beige, but the green orcs were the ones corrupted by the by the magic, by, right? By, by, the, by, the, fell. by the fell oh. magic, and that's all what right. makes them green. That the, that's what that's what made the baby oh, at the beginning. So the baby's green. gonna be super corrupt. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, and that's something this again, now I've been saving, I've been, you know, protecting no, that, this movie, but Oh, sorry. What? That was another thing that I was questioning because it it was born from. I'm just gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna go by names. Just by two beige orcs. Yes. And then it's green. Was that because of coming through the portal? No, well, that, it was uh, because of Gul'dan using fell magic to bring it back to from life. From the deer, oh, right? That's he right. He stole the deer's the soul, deer. but then he used right. he used demon magic to sort of do it. Like the I that's something. For instance, I thought the orc politics was not explained well enough. 
Uh, right. I would have loved to spend more time with the orcs and figure out exactly what they're yeah. doing. Like they gave you the skeleton. They gave you the bare bones to be like, okay, this is why they're here. Yeah. Well, they yeah. also kept on saying like, you know, honor, honor tradition and, and that, but they didn't really set that up very well. No, they yeah. didn't. Um, and also, again, the, the that was confusing and the skin thing was confusing. I have even forgotten that part of the lore. That's not in there, but th- it's just one of those things right. that like, if you know it, that's why. Yeah. Again, it's not going to break the story, but it's also a little bit confusing. It's the real the people in like myself. Right. That's right. like, hey, okay, green, bad. Beige, okay. Yeah. And then you have Gorona. She's green, but she's also cool. She's also, she's she's cool. also kind of beige. beige. Yeah, 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 she's she's cool. She's a half orc and she's also super hot and yeah. everybody yeah. wants the banger? Yeah, everyone wants the banger. Everyone, everyone's like, man, I've never seen a green skin lady before. I gotta, I gotta hit that. Everyone got a fucking heavy dose of Kirkitis on that. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was a very, it was a, there, I'm sure there are think pieces out there that talk about the, the objectification and sexualization of the other in this, this thing, but I honestly don't think the film goes, was even thinking about that. This was this was always part of the lore. Garona was always there, and she'll, yeah. she'll always be I couldn't, there. I couldn't really understand why she was a slave, though. Is it because she's half and yeah. half? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. Because she was she's weak. She's the runt. She's okay. half. She's whatever. Gotcha. Right. Um, yeah. yeah th- things weren't explained, and a lot of my pro- I, honestly, I think a lot of my problems were uh, stem from the fact that stuff scenes just sort of ended, and this movie is two hours long, which feels very short for. A, a modern action movie, and B, any sort of epic fantasy that you have going on. And so, like Legend or Kingdom of Heaven, I think this is a movie that I would love to revisit in a director's cut form because I think there are so many character moments and little bits and pieces and like extensions of scenes that could really help bring this film out and give it a little bit more life and a better pacing to it because you know pacing is not is not about it's it's not about what you take out it's about what you leave in that you know drives the story and helps the, helps build the characters up right and so and so it, so Warcraft extended edition I'm totally there and I mean I'm, I'm all for that too but I I for different reasons I just liked it uh, I, I I get what you're saying I'm not there's there's something to there's something to this, like I said in the beginning, it takes everything you love about the series, about the games, and kind of everything you hate. And a lot of this stuff, a lot of things that happen in this movie, even if I just go through them quickly, then they run into the orcs for the first time, and there's a cool fight scene in the forest, but then like that, nothing really happens, and then there's a subplot of like, uh, what's his head, uh, the son of uh, Viking guy? Yeah, Lothar. Uh, uh, he has a son, Cal- but that's Cal- not developed enough, and it's then really like, wasn't developed they enough. go and try to do a peace treaty with the orcs, but then that doesn't work out due to some, uh, due to medieval kind of fucking them over and then like the sun dies and like all this stuff anyway it feels like what happens in the game where there's a lot of sort of like these side quests or fetch quests or escort quests that no one particularly likes in the game but they happen to move the plot along to get you to like that eighth quest it's like super cool that Mm -hmm. gets you somewhere like it follows the format of the damn game to the point where I feel like some people that have played World of Warcraft for instance like a lot of times there's really well-written sort of things like, oh, oh you, yeah. the, the forest has run rabid with these boars and they've been eating all the crops and you need to do all this. Da, 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 and, but people don't read it. and You just go click. OK, kill eight boars. Got it. This movie felt like click, kill eight boars. Got it. Like it, 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 Definitely. the I, I don't think it believed enough or maybe the studio didn't believe enough uh, that people would pay attention to more of the why. And they thought they'd be drawn in more to the spectacle. And I don't think. I mean, again, this is all I'm making this up in my brain, but I don't think it's Duncan's fault. The director, I, I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't think so either. I think he, I think he would have, uh, he being the artist that he is, would have a better vision and would know the pacing and how and how a story should be told and how you how you can put in these little bits of mythology. For instance, some of my favorite moment, well, some of my moments in World of Warcraft, I have so many, was just you'd find a book about the history of essentially the cosmos and you'd just read about some of the big bad guys and how they did it. And I just, I would spend, that's like an hour or two right there because it's so detailed. Reading and video games is fundamental. Fun. Woo! <laughs> um, well, something, uh, something else too. Did First of all, Nick and Kristen, did you see Batman v Superman Dawn of... 
Yes. Um, unfortunately. Right. Um, correct answer. The, the, I would have accepted the other one. Um, the big difference, so I, I know that's a comic book franchise and this is a video game franchise and uh, statistically more comic book franchises have been successful than video game franchises when converted to film. Um, but I will say that I think the reason why for me, um, Batman v Superman failed and this really succeeded for me. Both are heavily flawed, but the difference, to be honest, is love for the source material. Like that's what it all comes back to. Like I, when I watched Warcraft, yeah, it felt like there was a bunch of hands in the pie and like people, you know, things were, you know, there was some status quo shit and we have to get this done, but it felt like Duncan Jones, like he's a, he's a wow player. He, yeah. He's played oh, yeah, forever. He's- he loves this shit. And that to me is so much more important than say a Zack Snyder who, yeah, he can put together a cool action sequence, but I really believe that he hates superheroes and he's trying to make these superheroes that everyone loves cooler quotes because he doesn't like them as much. Yes. So when you have these big tentpole things in these, uh, these franchises, I do think it comes down to the, 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 the key factor for me to enjoy it is just love. Like I know that the makers of Warcraft loved Warcraft. And yeah, that could poison it because they might get too deep into their own shit and maybe start liking the smell of their own farts a little bit too much. But like it's, it all comes from a good place and that kind of lets me get over more of the flaws more. Um, but, but Steve, that, that didn't happen for you. Do you not, do you not like to be loved? Steve, is that what this is about? I, I like to be loved, but I, I, just walked in. I guess I had my my critical eye on. I, it's it's very hard to turn off, and it it failed me as you know on the fundamentals of filmmaking. Of it just oh come on it, the fundamentals the I the lighting itself you know the way the, the way things are shot it felt so flat and boring. Everything was just like eh, it's like three o'clock in the afternoon. Everything's fine, and uh, the the action sequences didn't really do much for me. I thought they were. Just like not not confusing. You you could tell what was going on. I just really didn't care because it, it was a lot of you know CGI things hitting hitting other CGI things or ridiculously looking human things hitting CGI things. Uh, the 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 betrayal the betrayal in the in the in the valley was kind of cool. I, I I like that lightning effect. I did I did appreciate that touch where um, Lothar is like. He's a foot away from his son, but he just can't get to him. Like that was like that that like that was like yes, I want more of of that moment. Even if I don't care about the relationship, I appreciate the imagery that is on display right there. And why couldn't more of that be present? Well, there was and there was a couple shocking sort of moments of like actually like beyond like this is a cool fun movie where I actually gave a shit about the characters. Which again, going in, I did not expect that was one moment. Another moment, maybe you guys can touch on this too. How you felt on it is um when when Duratan challenges Gul'dan to basically try to uh, basically snap the orcs out of what the fuck they're doing because it's stupid um, and evil. Uh, What did you guys think of that moment? And were you surprised with the outcome? I wasn't surprised with the outcome. Uh, I thought that you saw the writing on the wall for Duratan. You thought he was, he was a dead man, dead orc walking. Yeah. Just because of how powerful the other one was. But like, see, I, I had forgotten the lore. I, I truly had at that point. I didn't know he died. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, 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 bad nerd, bad. But like, well, I didn't in, see that in coming. The, in the original lore, everything's got fucked up because of an expansion. I think he's alive in the new timeline, but that's another story anyway. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Bring time travel into everything and fuck up your story. Um, yeah, I just, I, I, I didn't see it coming for whatever reason. Um, and. I just thought now, granted, I thought the moment was powerful, but story wise, it like almost breaks them out of it. But then the humans attack. So then they just get all worry again. Yeah. And that 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 the pacing of that felt a little off that pissed me off. And I and that scene was only introduced so that we could know that. Oh, okay, we have this thing called honor combat. So at the end, when Lothar goes up against. um, Right. uh, Doom, Doom, uh, Doomhammer. No, not Doomhammer. Black, Blackhand. Black, uh, Blackhand, which is. Super cool and reminds me of the first fight in Troy, which is another another, right. another fun movie that that we can have that. So I there could have there could have there could have been a, a different way to establish that, 
and all and perhaps also kill off Dur- uh, Duratan to get people to understand to understand that this guy is not this this Gul'dan character. We shouldn't we shouldn't follow him. But all but his entire sacrifice felt hollow because like. Literally thirty seconds after, everyone's like, "Oh shit, we should not follow this person who does not respect our ways." They're like, "Oh, we have to follow this guy because." Well, the more the I thought about it, attacking. it was because the reason they switched back, and again, pacing wise, it was not. Well, clean. They, they did the entire movie. They would establish something. Something would happen. They're like, "All right, moving on." Yeah, here we go. Right. Yeah. Uh, but then the humans did attack right away, like after that sort of happened, if I remember correctly. So yeah, that's why was, they was, like was, they were in the midst of like maybe this is a bad idea. Oh fuck, army. Right, and so and so let's follow him. But we have we have plenty of other orc commanders who could be like orcs. Go, let's 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 do this. And there was there was also no, it was it was another just people clashing against one another for for the for the first like couple minutes. It was like there was no sense of location really. Mm-hmm. I th- af, 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 afterwards, when they're like escaping through the portal, which was great, and they they established the line. I'm oh like, yeah, okay, th- okay, we 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 have some some blocking here, some staging. It was really cool how the orcs were running behind the portal. And when it shuts down, every the, like suddenly the humans are surrounded. I'm like, Oh, this, this guy, this shit got real. And that's what, that's where I got right back into this movie. Yeah. So the King is fighting with uh Garona who they've all become kind of cool with. And, uh, and another shocking moment in a moment that I actually had some, some resonance with me. I didn't think the King was a particularly engaging character, but no, that moment he was at the end, big moment talk right. about that, Kristen, what happened? <laughs> it was shocking to me, actually. No, it was a big moment for him because, you know, he sacrifices himself. How, he's, how does he sacrifice himself? <laughs> he says, Corona, kill me and you'll be a hero to, to the people, orcs, yep. to the orcs. And then you can, and this battle will be over basically. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I, that, that took me for a surprise. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Because he was trying to basically like, if she becomes like a hero, she'll have, she'll have the clout to like, stop the fighting right. overall. Right. Right. Uh, that was nuts. I didn't, it I get, great I forgot that moment. I didn't see it coming. I was like, Oh shit. You're making me care about a person I didn't care about. Good <laughs> yeah. job. Movie. Right. Um, I just wish they they had established more of more of him. I get that he's right. like I get that he's like the the coolest king ever that and, 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 what, <laughs> and whatnot. But it, there were like I f- I feel like we got more time with uh, Ruth Nega's character, the 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 wife and Lothar's sister, than we did with uh, Lane. The, the, I the agree. There was a lot of communication between different characters, right? That was like not connected with each other. Like something would be said. With, between two of them, like uh, sure, his wife mm-hmm. and Garona, yeah, and then like she'd be like, "Here, take this knife. Don't tell anybody you have it, and then you're gonna end up killing my husband." Right, right. with the same knife that you gave right. him, but then yeah. like that also like that sets up a big but, like which, which sets up a personal stake yeah. Yeah. In, yeah, yeah, in yeah, 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 number two. Um, I I just think overall. So oh, the last thing I'll say about that fight scene is when um when Lothar. Uh, comes down on the damn griffin. Oh yeah, and just messes right. up. That griffin fucked shit up. <laughs> that griffin went and just destroyed. And then it when went he ham on, yeah, it, before yeah. that final Troyesque battle sequence, I was really worried about the griffin. I was like, because they just kind of surround him, and then it gets to this thing where he has to no do way. this honor combat. Uh, and then the griffin was still there. I was yeah, very I was happy. So, and then he so got so to fly away uh, with the king's dead body. And then we're back to uh, Stormwind, where. They're just uh, they're getting ready for war and and they're ready for war and yeehaw for the alliance and then it and then then the movie ends and I was like I it took me a moment to realize oh oh that was the, well, well that the, was the end with oh, the okay. exception of baby thrall screaming at the camera which yeah. I loved right um which and is- then something that we sort of breezed by and I do feel like is the weaker part of the film is the whole medieval garbage like yeah then uh, Cadgar and Lothar at some point in in Karazhan. Uh, are fighting Medivh, who is infected by the fell and is working as a conduit for a demon. Also, they fight a golem, which feels very Warcraft raid bossy to me. Like I like that very much. So, and 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 it becomes like a a, one of the fell elementals that the warlocks could summon. Uh, And then Doomguard. Oh, I don't know if it became a Doomguard though. Did it? It it was. It it was reminiscent. It's It's reminiscent of being a Doomguard. You guys are looking at us like we're like, what the fuck are these nerds talking (laughs) about? Um, I. I, that storyline, I'd call it the B storyline, did yep. not work for me. However, the magic, the way the magic looked in this is the my favorite way great. magic has ever looked in any movie. It's pretty cool. I like It cool. looked like the game, and it looked like it be- belonged in the space and the art style and all that jazz. Like, it felt 
so good. And especially in a world, and I'm not a Harry Potter guy. You guys all know this. Uh, I, I, but like, I never liked sort of the look and the, the basically like kind of like the rhyminess in the Harry Potter world. But like, this was very like, there's sig- sigils and runes and like the books looked fucking awesome. The books were cool. Uh, little touches like that. I really did appreciate. Right. Um, I, I think the Medivh storyline could have, um, like, it should it should have been. Medivh is a major character. He's the he's the last guardian of Azeroth until Cadgar comes around. But he is meant basically to I like I think I think he should have been used to actually talk about and to introduce what is actually at what is actually coming towards Azeroth in addition to the orcs because they're every, everyone's sort of everyone's being manipulated right now. You don't like. And and then this is obviously me out of game talking about yeah. <laughs> what uh, what I actually know to be happening. And there's this this big old that's uh, something called the Burning Legion that's led by this fallen titan that is that is that 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 is coming that's coming back to Azeroth. And I wish there was a little bit more time in that fight when Medivh transforms into the demon demon the, guy demon killed Jaden I think is his name to explain to like to give us something to get excited about and terrified of in this, as opposed to just like, Oh, and he's like, he got possessed by that, these yeah. things. Did and that bother you at all? A little bit. Uh, one thing that bothered me the most was how it took so long for them to figure out that Medivh was evil, yeah. but, but just by one simple thing. And that was him burning the papers of the research. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And then he'd be like, Oh, he burned my research. And the guy that was next to him, like gave him the look like, Oh, what? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I know something's up now. Yeah, like, they, right. They, they, they really. I don't think they actually set it up that well. That medieval was not medieval, at all. Medieval, medieval was came across as just confused a lot, yeah. which works in a possession sort of standpoint. But until you realize he's possessed, you're just like, "What is this guy doing?" Yeah, like, that's not. That's not very guardian esque. And then <laughs> in the valley, when he was questioning his abilities, he's like, "Just like old times." And then the lightning comes down. He like tries so hard to like get it to come down. Or whatever. Yeah, I was just like, right. all right. Yeah, that was you're deteriorating. Too. But no one else knows. Yeah, right. And, and but we also don't really know why we haven't seen him. It's, well, this is this is my final sort of thought for this, uh, and then I have an exercise for everybody. Okay. But the, 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 the my sort of wrap up for this is like, I just like this movie because it kind of brings and yes, a feels exactly like Warcraft to me. Just you know, personally, just to me. Uh, but B. It's kind of almost like a simpler time of action movie. Like we don't know every character's motivations, but sometimes that's okay. Like, yes, there's all this history with the demons and I am interested in it and I hope they get into it in future bits. But at the same time, like Gul'dan can just be evil because he's evil. Like Skeletor, we eventually, yeah, in the new animated series of He-Man and Master of the Universe, like you realize why he's evil, but like, when we started, when we watched this stuff, we're like, oh, that's the bad guy. He's doing bad shit. He's got bad magic. But that's fucking bad. Like, that's okay <laughs> on occasion. And I feel like to get every to get this sort of ride going for me, that was fine. Um, and I'll let everyone else sort of have their sort of final thought as well. But I did want to do a quick exercise real quick okay. as we're as we're sort of bringing this wonderful uh world of the only podcast about Warcraft to a close. Um Shahir couldn't be here today. Mm-hmm. So I want everyone in one sentence to say what they think Shahir would think of the Warcraft film. Uh, everyone, you can laugh. You can actually laugh. Everyone's turning away from the mic like this is super <laughs> silly. Yes, it is. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll buy it. Yeah, I Steve. Think a- Guys, just go watch Lord of the Rings. It was shot in New Zealand. And that's where I'm from. Boom. That's pretty, that's pretty on point. There should have been more CGI cock. Did you try to do his accent too? Yeah. And you try to say <laughs> yeah. he wants more cock. Okay. I can say, I can say deck. I mean, either way, a deck. Let's go deck. Deck. Yeah. Okay. He, like, like he more wants CGI to put- deck. He likes to see more CGI deck. Okay. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, can I ask, is he is he a WoW player as well? No. 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 Okay. He'd be a fucking druid. Oh, he totally would be. Druid? That's a class. Yeah, that's a class. Right. Um, I don't know. I think he might he might tell you to to give this movie a chance. Dad. What? <laughs> what? Have you been listening to this show? Yeah. You, think you don't even know she here. You don't know she here. I don't, but I want to sway on the side of optimism and and say that maybe he would feel that way. Okay, I think he'd. I, I think he'd. 
curse me for making him go see it and then make me go like watch some real long right. art film. I also think that he turned this podcast off when you said I have a little game for us to play. Yo, no, he, <laughs> knew, it he knew it was coming. He knew it was coming. Um, all right. So look, I mean, the bottom line for this film for me is it felt 100% Warcraft. And uh, I think that's a good thing for fans and possibly, uh, possibly a bad thing for newcomers. But you guys liked it. I, I think that if you can, if you're a moviegoer and you like movies that have, you know, a plot that you don't really know about, like, you know, based off of a game that you could play it, go see it. It's an enjoyable movie. Yeah. It's entertaining. It's, ho- it's Hollywood. Yeah. yeah it's, that's Hollywood, baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, agreed. I mean, I said it before uh, that I that I definitely enjoyed it, and I went in with a pretty low bar, and I was pleasantly surprised, and I think other people would be too, uh, who have the same point of view or mindset, I guess, or background or lack thereof that I have. So, yeah. Okay. Steve. I know I've been kind of shitting on the movie this entire time. I was very <laughs> disappointed, very underwhelmed. There's a lot of stuff wrong with it. But at the end of the day, you know what? When Warcraft 2 comes out, I'm there. I have given so much of my life over to this franchise, this world, that of course I'm going to go see these. And that's a problem, and I feel wishy-washy about it. But I, I still love, like, even if these characters aren't developed... I still really like these characters and I want to know what happens next, honestly. So the, the better stories are to come. Right. And uh, I, I'm sorry when, when we finished watching this together, Steve, I was so shocked. You didn't like it. Uh, I really was uh, because for me, I kind of, I broke it down like this. This is my last analogy. And then uh, we'll call this. It's this movie more than any other film I've seen in a long time feels more like a play. Now, it's not like you watch Mad Max. That's always my uh, Fury Road's always like my go to like, oh, immersion film. Like, yeah, you're yeah. living in that fucking place. It's per, it's near perfect. This is is not that this is like a, a, what I think a very interesting, well done play. When I go to see a play on like Broadway or even anywhere else, I don't look at like the set and like all that stuff and be like, oh, that looks that doesn't look like a fuck fucking London in the whatever the fucks <laughs> like. If the characters are good and the story is great and the action or whatever I'm looking at is sort of, if it grabs me, then it grabs me. And I understand the the back half is sort of set dressing. Could they have gone a different way and really tried to hone this down? Yes. But I do feel like there's something about Warcraft that, dare I say, needs to feel a little hollow, needs to feel a little flat, needs to feel sort of like a play. Because a lot of the immersion that I've had with this franchise has come from, yes, the world is great and the setting that Blizzard has given us is is wonderful and the lore is rich, but like at the end of the day, it's what me and my friends have kind of brought to the experience that makes it special. And that's a hard fucking thing to get right in a movie, in a non-interactive medium. And I think what this is trying to do is getting is trying to get you to enjoy a film, especially for people that have played the game and are immersed in it in sort of a weird, non-interactive, interactive sense, being like remembering the times that they had little, little, little things in the game. Like you might not have caught when Cadgar turns the garden to a sheep and he's like, Oh, that only lasts for about a minute. Like that happens in the game. Like that's a spell (laughs) in the game that only lasts for a minute. Like, and it lets you have these sort of fun moments with your friends, uh, that, that, you wouldn't have otherwise, especially in a time where War- World of Warcraft doesn't have as many players anymore, and 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 the, it's changed so much. It's not even the social monster that it used to be. So I guess I guess I just enjoyed taking off my overly critical hat, which is weird for a film critic to say, and just sort of let it wash over me. And I'm betting if if people out there do that, you'll probably find more to like than you will to hate. And at least to the very least, I think more people than $24 million worth of people will like it. I don't want this to be like everyone being like, oh, fuck these numbers and not go see it. Go see it and judge it for yourself. And if you don't like it, if you think I'm bullshit, write us in. Like, tell me I'm a, I'm a fucking idiot because I don't think anyone can convince me not to like this movie. If Steve fucking Buja can't convince <laughs> me to not like this movie, I don't think anyone can. Because all of your arguments are 100% true, Steve. I don't. I feel like I might have been a little bit harsh, whatever. No, I feel like I was a little bit harsh on, on yours. But, so. like, 
but they're all right, but I just don't care. <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. That was my impassioned plea for everyone to go see Warcraft on the only podcast about it. Uh, Steven, where can folks find you? Uh, you can find me on two places. You can read about you can read my review of Warcraft at www.samenightmoviereview.com. Uh, our alma mater. That was the site Matt and I started way back when. This is our ten year anniversary, actually, this year. I've said this before, but we should you should just go online and search same night movie review and like Silent Hill or like any of those things from way back when we did video reviews. They're hilarious. Ooh, the Cloverfield one is my particular favorite. It's it's a wonderful short movie, and you can also find me on a new podcast I've started called Oscar Watch. Yes, where uh, a where a friend of mine, we taught we discussed the all the best pictures that uh the Academy uh, gave out. How do you do that? Being that this is the only podcast about movies. Well, you're the only podcast about like current movies, so we handle like movies that have come out in the past. I don't. So, I'm not following. Okay. But you should check it out. Everyone, check it out and then tell me what it's about because I just don't. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't get fun. it. It's it's a lot of fun. We got uh, we got a couple episodes in the bank. We're very new, so hey. We could use we could use your ears. So. Yeah, Nicholas. Yes. Where can people find you if they want to hunt you down? Uh, the uh, Microsoft Store on uh, Fifth <laughs> Avenue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just opened up, new flagship. Good, good. Uh, loaded with uh, Windows, Windows 10. 10. Windows 10. Yeah. Windows 10. Windows 10. Yeah. We just okay. transitioned. Yeah. Uh, we were Vista about. You were not fucking Vista. No one was Vista. No, no one was Vista. Vista. All right, we were XP. Okay, there you go. Whoa, oh, oh. going back. I was gonna say seven or eight. <laughs> we're no come on no. all right i'm sorry hey listen X, your xp though that was a good one that yeah was a good one hey better than emmy i had emmy for a while that well was xp is also shit. very warcraft centric because that's what you grind for motherfucker oh <laughs> Kristen. uh where can you find me uh you can wandering the halls wandering of mtv halls of, of uh mtv viacom that's where that's where you can find yeah me. yeah so if, yeah, if you know where that is if you know what floor she's on <laughs> And if you want to get a hold of me, you can check me out on Instagram at Skeletor, the number four, P-R-E-Z, Emperor M-S-K on Twitter, or my life and works at Matthew Kroll, M-A-T-T-H-E-W-K-R-O-L dot com. You can find all my professional shiz. Um, yeah, and please email us in at OnlyMoviePodcast at gmail.com and let us know what you think of the show, what we can improve, what movies you'd like us to do. If you disagree or agree with any of us strongly, hell, even if you want to say you think we looked nice one day, uh, we would appreciate that as well. Also, please leave iTunes reviews. They help out so much. We prefer five stars, but we'll take whatever you can spare. Guys, say job's done. Job's done. Job is done. Job's done. Job's done. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Angry Chicken, we we kind of ripped you off, but this is the only movie we'll do it for. We'll see you next week, guys. Bye.